Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, everybody. What's happening? Welcome to Love It or Leave It. In light of recent news, we felt it only fair to assure our fans that even though every member of our staff is currently sleeping with a member of the teachers' union, we will do our best to remain unbiased. Now, Malcolm is going to come around the audience and collect the Kellogg's box tops you were all instructed to bring to the show today. And anyone who forgot their box tops, go ahead and move your clips to yellow. Malcolm, how do you feel I about that? I told you. I, it, it got something. It got something. It got something. <laughs> People do, and that's what we're trying for don't here. Remember the the clips moving that, but but this is a smart crowd. You guys get the yellow clips thing. How many of you had the clips when you were in kindergarten? Mm. You're aware of the clips. No, I I think it's generational and regional. At least those two. It's at least those two things. <laughs> we have a. <laughs> it was so long ago, and it was so long ago. We have a great show for you tonight. Russell Howard joins us for the great American and British pastime picking on other countries. Comedians Eugene Cordero and Zach Zucker are here, and they want to assure you that this Menendez bribery scandal is just an honest misunderstanding. Writer and nature aficionado Baratunde Thurston is here, and we get wild with some facts about animals. And then it's Boys Night with the Rant Wheel, where we bro down with some brewskies, <laughs> gripe about our wives, and maybe catch the game. But first, let's get into it. What a week. Seven charisma-free candidates took the stage for the second Republican debate at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library on Wednesday night. Trump still has the nomination locked, of course, but the candidates vigorously competed for the consolation prize, a pat on the back from Ronald Reagan's skeleton. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis finally went after absent frontrunner Donald Trump by saying this. Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you to defend his record where they added 7.8 trillion to the debt that set the stage for the inflation that we have trump meanwhile was out in michigan doing a stream of consciousness rant about how windmills cause whale autism and gained another 10 points over desantis in the polls <laughs> these fucking guys like they're all they're all on this stage and they're all doing these like canned fucking bits these just terrible 90s style sound bites you know we can't have weakness we have to have strength we can't go backwards we have to go forward and trump is just in michigan and south carolina being like you hear about this (laughs) (laughs) crushing them absolutely crushing them chris christie also slammed trump by saying this you're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record you're ducking these things and let me tell you what's going to happen you keep doing that no one up here is going to call you donald trump anymore we're going to call you donald duck all right that is not the kind of thing chris christie would have done when we were dating that's all i'll say (laughs) The debate was filled with a lot of crosstalk, resulting in this moment from Vivek Ramaswamy. 
who are tainted by a broken system. And it's not the fault I, I of anybody who's involved. Some of us are tainted with the bottom line. Excuse me. Thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting. Literally. While I'm speaking. Well, At last, we've answered that eternal question. What if there was a Yogi Berra who fucking sucked? <laughs> At one point, Nikki Haley and Tim Scott wound up in an extended argument about curtains. Secondly, on the uh, curtains, do your yes. homework, Tim, because Obama bought those curtains. Did you send them back? It's in the press. Did you send them back? It's the State Department. Did you send them Did back? Did you send them back? You're the one that works in Congress. Oh, my gosh. You get it You done. hung them on your, your, your curtains. I, they your were curtains. there before I even showed up at the rest. No one is allowed to get that heated about curtains unless they're seven years into a doomed relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else is stolen valor. <laughs> they have what? Between the two of them, 11 points in the polls. They're bickering with each other about curtain expenses from 2017. They're getting the floor wiped with them by Donald Trump. Somebody talk about Donald Trump in the debate. Donald Trump, the person with 50 points in the polls who is not there. Somebody discuss his absence. Discuss his position. He threatened to kill Mark Milley this week. The Republican frontrunner threatened to murder a United States general. It's not even the third biggest story of the week. It doesn't come up at the Republican debate for president amongst a group of people trying to beat him. And the only one with any ounce of any kind of personality looks to camera and goes quack, quack, goofy shit. (laughs) Fucking zeros, these people. They don't have it. They don't fucking have it. Trump has it. He has charisma. And it sucks, but he does. It's all he has. And they don't have it. Chris Christie has a little. None of the rest have it. And this is television. And it demands it. It's an insult to television to not have charisma. We didn't fake the moon landing so that these people could pretend they have a chance of becoming president. During the education portion of the debate, Chris Christie took this unusual swing at President Biden. When you have the president of the United States sleeping with a member of the teachers union, there is no chance that you could take the stranglehold away. That's right, America. Biden fucks. (laughs) See at the polls. (laughs) Wasn't over. America's experimentation with Republicans who are sex positive at the Reagan Library continued when Vice President Mike Pence attempted this callback. My wife uh, isn't a member of the teachers union, but I got to admit, I'm... I've been sleeping with a teacher for 38 years. And um, so full disclosure. Uh, yes, me too, actually, interrupted Tim Scott. <laughs> Trying to wink with both eyes at once. <laughs> Meanwhile, Donald Trump flew to Michigan on Wednesday to visit a non-union auto parts plant a day after President Biden made history by joining striking auto workers on the picket line. When asked if he planned to meet with Trump, UAW President Sean Fain said this. I see no point in meeting with him because I don't think the man has any has any bit of care about what our workers stand for, what the working class stands for. He serves a billionaire class, and that's what's wrong with this country. He then walked away from the microphone in slow motion as a Ford Focus exploded in the background. It wasn't planned to look cool or anything. It was just a workplace disaster, one of the many reasons the union is striking. On Tuesday, a New York judge ruled that Donald Trump had committed fraud for years by inflating the value of his properties. Trump's legal trouble is like a soap opera with too many irons in the fire. Oh, were you enjoying the four criminal indictment storylines? Well, guess what? The civil lawsuit is back and she's pregnant. (laughs) 
wrote Trump on Truth Social, my civil rights have been violated and some appellate court, whether federal or state, must reverse this horrible un-American decision, insisting that his company had done a magnificent job for New York and done business perfectly. Could someone with a robe get me out of this mess? He doesn't care who, he doesn't care at what level, he just needs a judge somewhere to help him. (laughs) Just an old man on the toilet about to lose his apartment because of fraud, desperately hoping some Republican he appointed to the bench can rescue him, and it's not clear that they can. Ah, they probably will. New York Attorney General Letitia James, who brought the lawsuit, is seeking $250 million in the penalty phase that comes next. Hey, New York, hope you get to buy yourself something nice, some trash cans, maybe. And then on Wednesday, in another legal blow, Judge Tanya Chutkin rejected Trump's request to recuse herself from his election interference case, describing the defense's argument as hypersensitive, cynical, and suspicious in order to accuse her of bias. Hypersensitive, cynical, and suspicious? Who do you think these guys are? Me on an edible looking at Instagram stories? In a testament to how many different scandals are currently engulfing Trump, his statement that General Mark Milley should be literally executed is only his third biggest clusterfuck of the week something I previewed earlier for some reason. This, (laughs) because I had an episode. (laughs) These calls that Trump is accusing him of doing something scandalous, they were ordinary calls in the course of White House business, properly, properly run through the correct channels. He spoke with his counterparts in China to reassure them that the United States did not pose a threat during the chaotic final weeks of the Trump administration. Trump described the calls as an act so egregious that in times gone by, the punishment would have been death to be continued. That's in the message. To be continued. But if you check IMDb, Millie isn't in the sequel, so it seems like he gets killed off screen. (laughs) Millie also fielded a call from Nancy Pelosi at the time, who rang the general to inquire about the president's ability to launch nuclear weapons. Millie told her that a protocol was in place that makes sure he doesn't launch them alone, which is like a huge relief. I'd hate to see Trump have such an incredible experience without someone to share it with. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) there was nothing to worry about. The other launch key was safely in the hands of Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) Meanwhile, as Congress hurdles towards a shutdown, Florida hair gel gremlin Matt Gaetz suggested he would force a vote to oust Kevin McCarthy as speaker, saying this on the House floor. The one thing I agree with my Democrat colleagues on is that for the last eight months, this House has been poorly led, and we own that, and we have to do something about it. When asked if the comments bothered him, McCarthy replied, does it look like it bothers me? No, it doesn't. McCarthy then calmly returned to his lunch, a tub of ice cream the size of a car. (laughs) New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez has refused to resign after being indicted on multiple federal bribery and fraud charges. However, the allegations leveled against me are just that, allegations. Added Menendez, winking at the cameras, of course, I'm sure I could change my mind for the right price. In response to a flurry of calls for his resignation, Menendez issued a statement saying, in part, it is not lost on me how quickly some are rushing to judge a Latino and push him out of his seat. I am not going anywhere. You're all being racist, said Menendez, as he slowly swung his legs back and forth toward his Mercedes as if his pockets were incredibly heavy. (laughs) Check your privilege, gold bar falls out. I mean, come on, who's that for? Who's like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, asking how much gold bricks are in the backseat of a limo, that does seem bad. But on the other hand, could be the, the ugly hand of racism at work. <laughs> Commander, President Biden's bad dog, bit another Secret Service agent on Monday, according to an official statement. But to be fair, the Secret Service agent started it by being in the same building as this fucked up dog. 
<laughs> there is a part of the story, the Times had this, which is there are a bunch of different incidents. Not all of them are bites. Some of them are just people who felt pretty um, scared. <laughs> and, and one example is a Secret Service officer who felt, quote, shaken. And in the story, they are on a staircase fending off commander with a chair like a lion tamer like literally using a chair Matt you're in the fucking white house you are a secret service agent and you are holding a chair to stop this this unstoppable untrained German shepherd from attacking you where like upstairs from the fucking diplomat diplomatic room or something and from the map room is there like a portrait of john f kennedy looking sad above you as you try to stop being bitten by the only dog in the world you can't shoot (laughs) fox news for some reason aired a man on the street segment about rampant crime in democratic cities like seattle in which the people interviewed mercilessly mock the interviewer i've never seen any crime in seattle I've never seen any of it. I've seen fun and laughter and laughter and fun. I don't believe that number. People, they're, you know, getting robbed out here, carjacked. I've never heard of anyone getting robbed. Crime is a social issue that could be solved by giving people their basic needs. It's not a thing that happens just on the street. People don't just come up and try to rob people on the street. Do you walk around every day? Like, someone's going to rob me every second? Seattle decriminalized drug use, and then they criminalized it again. Oh, my God. Who are you getting these facts from? You're from New York. Apparently, you're listening to the wrong people. I saw a lot of people shooting up on my way down here. Oh, did you? Okay. And they were bothering you? I was in a car, but, you know, people... Oh, oh no, people you're in a car! Oh, no, they were so bad! Oh, no! Tragically, everyone in this video died by looking at fentanyl, but nonetheless, <laughs> that last person, she's Seattle's John Fetterman. We love her. And if you are in Seattle, if you know this person, if you are this person, we are holding tickets for you for our Seattle show. You will be our honored guest... I am, I am serious. I have a feeling that the Venn diagram of people from Seattle making fun of a Fox News reporter on the street and people who listen to this show or know people who do, there's some overlap in there. Find this person and get in touch. On Sunday, the WGA and the AMPTP reached a deal on a new contract on the 146th day of the strike, which will then go to the WGA membership for a vote this week. You know what that means. Looks like California Chicken Cafe. Back on the menu, boys. <laughs> that joke is for no one. <laughs> for those listening at home uh, who aren't familiar with the lunch orders of writers in Los Angeles, California Chicken Cafe is a classic restaurant on the list of places that a writer's room will order from. You know, you're not excited about it, but you get through it. Anyway, we're in business. I'm tired of not having a TV show on principle. It's time to go back to not having a TV show on the merits. A WGA strike captain told reporters, we prove that justice prevails when workers act in the spirit of solidarity, locking arms and fighting for what is right. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm staffing on the skibbity toilet adaptation for Pluto TV. Thank you. A team of astronomers has published a new report based on recently gathered imaging, said the study's co-author, whether this black hole is spinning or not has been a central concern among scientists. This monster black hole is indeed spinning. Now that we have these detailed images of the hole, scientists believe the next step will be transmitting a signal asking for face. (laughs) Taylor Swift was spotted sitting with Travis Kelsey? Kelch? I've never seen it. Mother... (laughs) I don't know. I, I, he's not, I'm not, he's not a famous person. Uh, 
Anyway, some football player's mother at a home game amidst rumors that she's dating the Kansas City Chiefs' tight end. The Gaylers on TikTok, these are the fans who believe Taylor Swift is secretly gay, uh, they do believe her presence at this football concert is yet another diversion before the release of her secret album, I'm in love with my biggest fan, a girl, and it's you because I can see the real you. (laughs) Comedian Dane Cook age 51, has married his partner of six years, 24-year-old fitness instructor, Kelsey Taylor. Cook told an interviewer, I'm not just marrying Kelsey, I'm marrying her whole family. I love getting to know them at her gender reveal. (laughs) A pair of tickets to Ford's Theater on April 14th, 1865, the night Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, were sold at auction for $262,500, or if you don't count the Ticketmaster fees, $45. (laughs) Did they not give out refunds or was the theater like, oh, you're going to tell me that you didn't see a show tonight? (laughs) And finally, during a Pink concert in San Antonio on Monday, the singer kicked out a man who held up a message reading, circumcision, cruel and harmful. His protest, like so much else in this world, was unjustly cut short. When we come back, it's the rest of the world that's the problem. And we're back. He just flew here from across the pond, and boy, are his arms tired. Not from literally flying, you idiots. Arms get tired doing lots of things, lifting a case of Diet Coke, trying and failing to do one pull-up. Anyway, there are a lot of things. Here to help me out, it's the very funny and extremely British Russell Howard. Hi, how are you? Thanks for being here. That's Pundit. Hello, everyone. Hey, Pundit. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Hey, what do you think is the most repulsive thing about American culture? Where do we start? Um, um, I think it's your lack of choice um, as far as presidents are concerned. It's yeah. mind-blowing. that you, like, you go into a coffee shop, you can have... There's, there's more options for milk than president. You have 1%, 2%, half and half, which in England is bisexual. And... <laughs> And yet you get to the ballot box and it's the, it's the liar or the tripper. And it's just so wild when you consider what, what you people have done down the years. You invented the telephone, the, the aeroplane, peanut butter and jelly. You've done everything. And now what have you become? Just these two dusty fucks. Like, how do you not join ISIS? Like, it must blow your mind, man. And yeah. it must be like, because, you know, presumably everyone in the room is pro-Biden, but that's a hard like, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's like if, you know, when Freddie Mercury died, if they replaced them with Joe Biden, it's just, <laughs> it's not good. No, and I think sometimes it is good to sit with these feelings before we you know decide we're going to do everything we possibly can to convince ourselves that we're excited to do everything we can to make sure that Donald Trump loses and Joe Biden wins because despite the fact that he's 80 and not as mo- not as sort of spry as he once was, he's actually done a very good job as president. And sure, I wish we didn't live in a society where our only options for leaders are people who remember the Bay of Pigs, but... <laughs> But that's not the lot we were given. That's not the options before me. And, and you know, and I don't, I don't have a lorry filled with bisexual. I have fat-free and poison. Yes. <laughs> but what, what I love most about that is, that presumably that's your dog. Yeah. 
What you, I don't know if you could pick this up, but you were working yourself up into such a love that your dog was going. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your dog clearly recognises that rage. Yeah, that, yeah. The, the, she, yeah she, she, Pundit has clearly seen you talking to the TV, and she's like, <laughs> "Not now, Dad. Satan, Dad, Dad, come on, go to your happy place. Come on." Yeah, I've never seen that. I've done many talk shows down the years. I've never seen a dog can't growl and try and calm down the host. Well, that's when you know you're too far gone, man. When you do apparently dogs can smell your psychological state, so pundit must be breathing through her teeth because you see you on the edge. Yeah, no, I think she does smell the fear and the fear and anger in the room. Yeah, and that is me. But that's always me. It's sort of like her baseline. I think that's how she knows I'm here and that she's safe. But she calmed you down. She did calm me yeah. down. She did calm me down. Come on. Come on. You guys have dogs over there? Yeah, we do. <laughs> in fact, I've got a dog called Archie and uh, I live in a part of London. My dog is the only dog that doesn't wear clothes. He's kind of, he's old school. Do you know that's what I mean? Cool, yeah. I saw a, you know, like a greyhound? Mm -hmm. Big, big dog. I saw one of those the other day wearing shoes. And it looked like the poor thing. It looked, honestly, it looked like an NBA player on acid. It was just <laughs> so, just, you know what I mean? Just walking like that. They're not meant to have shoes. They're not meant to have shoes. They're not meant to have them. And it looked like my dog was looking at that dog going, poor fucker. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There was that real yeah. sense of can't believe his fucking owner. Do you know what I mean? Just every little shoe, poor thing. Well, yeah, but wouldn't make sense to just have one or two. It would help the dog. Yeah, the dog would like it more. Yeah, man. Hey, what do you think about the banning of that uh, Bully XL? That they're trying to ban some kind of a dog that they blame yes. on us. They do what on Don't us? they blame that on the U.S., that dog? It's called a Bully XL, so I don't know if that's a U.S. dog. I, are you thinking mm. that's an obesity reference? I don't understand. <laughs> well, I don't really remember now. And I just but had is my. It, is it based in the U.S.? I thought that in some sense they thought it was an American import of some kind, but I may be misremembering a story I barely paid attention to. But the point is, they're trying to ban this dog because I think the dog is dangerous. It's very dangerous. Yeah, it's um, yeah, that we're kind of banning it because there's just been this spate. We, you know, the Daily Mail newspaper. There's like someone just giggled at the mere mention of it, which indicates you're a good crowd. It's um, the Daily Mail. They is have where like we, yeah. videos, just random videos of like just dogs leaping up at people. And you know when you just you haven't so I haven't even clicked on it, and you've shown me the image. But this seems to be happening a lot in the UK. Dogs are kind of just leaping up and ki and sort of killing people. It's brutal. But you know, yeah, there's no funny way out of it. But um, that's not happening here. So that's something that we have that you don't. Have. That's something you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may have. You may have all these cool milks, but at least you're not lying down on the side of a road bleeding to death because a dog bit you. That's correct. Yeah. yeah that, that's something Trump and Biden aren't doing. No, but it not yet. Make the Except for one of his. Uh, <laughs> actually, Biden is doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't know that he's doing that. No, so it's, fine. it's not his fault. Uh, Hey, did you see that um, uh, Piers Morgan interviewed that guy, the chess player, uh, who was accused of having uh, a, a kind of um, cheating by having something in his butt that gave him the answers? I didn't, but I've never wanted to see something more. So, so he he was cheating because yeah. So the claim is that he was getting that he had some sort of a um, a device mm -hmm. in his um, I think you called a bum. Mm -hmm. uh, that would vibrate yeah. to send him messages about where to move the pieces. How skillful is his anus? The, yes. 
Because I, I think you could prod and poke my ass as much as you want, but I don't think I would know what it meant. Well, I don't think it's like... Like, <laughs> like do you know what I mean? If you I don't think of, it's if making... If you put your finger there and you're like, you're right, I will move my rook. It... Right, 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 but, right, right. No, I, no. as you say that, it is, you're raising an interesting point. I well, guess it I'm could just, be Morse code. But if it's, it, okay, it's Morse code, but, you know, if it's a chess move... It's sort of so if it's if it's up your ass and it's like did it did it did it did it, did it and you're like mm, I agree. Well, I, I just don't know how like the the I mean talk about ten thousand hours. Yeah, they say practice just, does make perfect. <laughs> Do you Imagine. Know what I mean? like, it'll pay off one day, mom. Now get out of my room. So, I mean, it's I mean, it's extraordinary. Just you, surely you're better off just learning how to play chess. You uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, that isn't something you pick up instantly it's not like the first time the dildo goes up there and you're like do you know what I'm a champion <laughs> it, you know right it is right. and also by the way you don't really need to start with a chess master no I mean you can either be good at chess or good at figuring out the singles from your anal probe yes. but you don't actually need both no you don't but it's it's it does make you want to try though doesn't it I've Just been trying for years I don't know anything about chess <laughs> It ha- <laughs> I think mine might be broken, chess. actually. Checkmates! Checkmates! At least we can agree on one thing. Our countries are the disgusting brothers of the world. Yes, which is we why are. We really are. Which is why we wanted to engage you in a segment we're calling At Least That Wasn't Us. <laughs> uh, or the UK. <laughs> I will read you what happened. You yes. will guess what country it happened in. And uh-huh. Bob's your uncle. We both heave a tremendous sigh of relief and say, Oh, thank God, at least it wasn't us for once. Okay. Here we go. This country's House Speaker had to step down this week after praising, you guessed it, a veteran who had fought for the Nazis. Which country was this? That is Canada. That is correct. It is. What's extraordinary about that? (laughs) It's um, the vetting process is extraordinary. I had to show ID to get into this building. And yet a Nazi just walked into the Canadian Parliament and took the applause. It was it was two standing ovations. Yeah. He was a member of the Fourteenth uh, Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS. Yeah. So that was a mistake. It was a huge area. Yeah, he's gone now, isn't he? Uh, it's the fact that he took the applause. Like, when did they figure out? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, can't I just believe uh, getting away with this. Yeah, but he, he was just sort of like waving at them, and they were kind of applauding. And it's just like I just imagine the conversation afterwards. So, what was the worst part of the war for you? And he's like, when we lost. Yeah. And they're like, oh Jesus. Yeah. A proud citizen of this country was fined for taking his snake surfing. Hmm. Took his snake surfing. surfing. That feels like Australia. You got it. Oh, there you go. That's good. He would have gotten away with it too if he hadn't filmed his snake surfing and put it online. And it, what, he's a politician. No, just a person. Okay. Just a guy with a snake and a surfboard having a good time. But that's down right. under. But that's all right, though, isn't it? Apparently, it's, it's a, it's a, it must have been happening enough that they had introduced some kind of a penalty. Right. Again, that feels all right to me. I would put that on America's Got Talent. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, if you had a surfing snake... Who's that bothering? Nobody. Nobody. What like, kind of problem is that going to cause? Nothing. The only people that's annoying are the fish. Right. Like, why weren't we given the option? But it's not like they love the surfing to begin with. They might do. I've never seen a fish surf. It's never, been, it's never been given the choice, but the point I'm making, you've had to go and get a snake, whereas before, if you're in the sea, you've got a fish there, you go, hey, mate, do you fancy a go? Whereas the snake's miles away. I mean, it just makes no... It makes, it makes no, no geographical makes sense. It makes no geographical sense. Exactly. They don't belong out there. That's not where they belong. Yeah. And we all know that. <laughs> and that's why you have to pay the fine. Exactly. 
An amusement park ride in this nation stalled abruptly over the weekend, leaving riders stranded 75 feet up in the air and dangling upside down for nearly 30 minutes. Okay, that feels like France. It should be, but it was Canada. Okay. It was Canada. The lumberjack ride featuring two hydraulic arms. It's called the lumberjack ride. Yeah, it was giant axes. And uh, it crapped out at Canada's Wonderland Amusement Park in Ontario on Saturday. Then the the people were stuck up there, and then somebody that was worked at the park (laughs) screamed up at the people dangling, Are you okay? And they all screamed back, No! (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to say? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But that's how polite Canadians are. They're like, this must be the ride. (laughs) Just 40 minutes. Oh, don't worry about us. Yeah. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. The government body for gymnastics in this proud nation issued an apology on Monday after a viral video showed an official skipping over a young... Yes, that was Ireland. Yeah, yeah. An official skipped over a young black gymnast during a medal presentation. It's horrible, yeah. I'm realizing now in my mind I pictured physically skipping, but I'm realizing it was a (laughs) metaphorical. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, wait, in what contest was someone jumping over someone? And now I understand because of the medal ceremony part. The video drew condemnation from Simone Biles, among others, so close to humiliation for the UK, but not quite. Yeah, I just, but it, it, it's so upsetting and, and depressing. I don't understand it. But uh, did they not have enough medals? Or did she just sort of not deem her worthy? I, it's just I don't know. It seems like something you could fix in the moment quite quickly. Yeah. Hmm. A university in this country is going to offer the nation's first degree in being a social media influencer. The, uh, the UK? Ah, it's Ireland again. Okay. But it'll be everywhere. Students can apply to earn a Bachelor of Arts in Content Creation and Social Media at Southeast Technical University starting in November. That's depressing, don't you think? It's unbelievably depressing. Like, but how do you even teach that? Do you know what I mean? Like, lesson one, right? This is about being vapid. Yeah. <laughs> do you hey. know what I mean? You think, you think you're self-obsessed. You've got to take it up a notch. Now, do you just eat your food? Yeah, sometimes. We'll take a photo of it. What blows my mind is it's not just like one uh, item of the food. It'll be like the starter, the main, and the dessert all at the same time and somebody going like that. No one ever eats like that, ever. No one's ever gone to a restaurant. Can you give me all the food right now? So I can have a photo of me gurning at it like that. Mind-blowing. Food, Babies, and Dreams. Great album. People are <laughs> Great album. People think their own is more interesting than other people do. That's correct. Very much so. I'm trying to think, I'm thinking about the first day of social media class and you show up and the, the professor's like, now I assigned three books for each of you to read. Did you read them? You did? Well, you failed your first test. Yeah. Get those fucking books out of here. You won't need to look at another one of those things for the rest of your life because you're getting a degree in TikTok. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A drunk tourist broke a statue one day after it was unveiled following a three-year, $150 million refurbishment in this country. That feels England. The country was Belgium, but the tourist was from Ireland. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, my God. What was the statue of? The tourist climbed into the statue, which is outside the Brussels Stock Exchange, breaking off a sword and causing $19,000 worth of damage. I don't know what the sword was attached to. That's too expensive for a statue, $150 million. What What are we doing here? Yeah, that's the Belgians, man. Chocolate waffles and statues. That's what they're known It's too much. It's too much. A man from this country faked his own kidnapping to spend New Year's Eve with a woman other than his partner. (laughs) That's a cool move. So aggressive. Such Uh, a huge thing to make up. 
So he faked his own death. Basically, he faked his own kidnapping. Right. Which is bit, which is a huge thing to fake because yes. once you're found, people are going to be like, "Yeah, we're going to keep looking into it." Yeah. Like when someone gets kidnapped and then returned, everyone's like, "Well, no harm, no foul." It continues to be an issue. Yeah. People surely, come back to it. But and also, but New Year's Eve is kind of the one day where you can say, "Oh, things got out of hand." Sorry, I didn't make it back. You've got an, an inbuilt so much alibi. traffic. Yeah, but no, when there's parties going on, and you know, right. you know, he didn't need to do that. How did he fake his kidnapping? What did he do? I'm not sure. The man had been a court order to reimburse the police for their 200 hours of labor on the search. <laughs> oh, sorry, here he pretended. Wow. He pretended to have been kidnapped by an unknown Middle Eastern man, and miraculously was returned unscathed. <laughs> That is so intense. You know it's gone too far. You're talking Fuck. to the police. You've introduced racism yeah. into it because you're panicked and you're racist. And but, now what? Yeah. Now what? But that says a lot about the police as well. They're kind of going like, oh, yeah, they've been kidnapped. A Middle Eastern man. Okay, let's get yeah. on it. So It's probably fake. You said Middle Eastern yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Lights and sirens, boys. That's unbelievable. Where, where was that? It was Australia. Was it? Well, oh, Australia and Ireland are doing doing well in this competition. Yeah, God, that's mind blowing. Two hundred hours trying to find where, and where, he was just at her house. It seems he was just wanted to have sex with a different person. Yeah, and that's as far as I know right now. And I'm, I can't say more because I had my defamation training today, so I'm trying not to go beyond the facts. <laughs> Yeah, it's at the same place as the Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's a college. different. Yeah, it's two. Yeah, they're side by side. They're yeah. two different institutes. Yeah, very different worlds. Yeah, they hate each other. They're rivals. Bisexual milk. That's what you call it. No. Um, <laughs> being half and half in the UK means you're bisexual. Oh my goodness, I misunderstood. How yeah. <laughs> we cop? I see. see. I see. So, so, so I'm sorry. Oh, I might have some bisexual milk with my tea. I thought you were making a fun mean, little joke. I want the milk to go both ways. That's what I thought. I see now. It was a, yeah, it was a little half joke. Half and half the... is a term for being bisexual. That's right. Bisexual isn't a term for half and half. No. <laughs> it was it was it was a simple little joke on the way to a bit. I was right. on, I was improvising. I was on the floor, and I loved it. You loved it, and you and you and and the whole crowd laughed. Um, pre presumably you understood it. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you thought I meant bisexual milk. Well, I knew it wasn't. Yes. I thought it was a fun. I thought that was part of it. Like you, like a little joke. Like ha, we call half oh, and half see. bisexual. I reversed it. I took another step. Yes. That I shouldn't have, and I no, fell down. That's fine. You froth that milk up. You bet. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Thank you so much, Russell. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. This that was so much fun. Genuinely, one of the weirdest uh, talk shows I've ever done. But I really enjoyed it. Isn't it strange? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, it's really odd. Like, it's surprisingly it, popular. It, no, I can see why. It's fun. Yeah. But it's like all the way through this, there was a snoring dog. <laughs> with, like, and it's hot. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You're trying to be entertaining, and you, but I'm trying to work a human audience and a dog. And because when you, if you hear. That irrespective was a, that whether was it's human dog. or animal you think this isn't going great no it throws you off it for really sure it really does but like it like there were bits that, that you really liked the humans the humans liked the dog not so keen <laughs> but there was never a, there was never a happy medium and when it was silence all you could hear was pundit yeah it raises the stakes in a sense I loved it and, na and now she leaves 
<laughs> there you go. Check yeah. out Russell's website, russell-howard.co.uk, to see his dates for his U.S. tour that starts on October 4th. Everybody go check it out. And his new podcast, Wonderbox, which launches on October 11th. When we come back, it's not what it looks like. We can explain. Hey. Thanks. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. This podcast is brought to you by Americans United for Separation of Church and State. Americans United defends your freedom to live as yourself and believe as you choose so long as you don't harm others. Core freedoms and even democracy itself rest upon the wall of separation between church and state. While Christian nationalists are attacking these freedoms, seeking to force us all to live by their narrow beliefs, Americans United is fighting back. Freedom without favor and equality without exception. Learn more about AU's work at au.org slash crooked. That's au.org slash crooked. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something I need to get off my chest? What is your outlet for working through the things that stress you out? Oh man, you know, I don't know. Pushing it down. <laughs> Pushing it all the way down. Getting it real down deep in there. Squish it. Squishing it. Squishing it real tight. Fighting through it. <laughs> Gotta fight through it. Skinny jeans are for dads. Fight it. You fight it. You push it down. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. <laughs> when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Not me. Not me. I'm running on rails. <laughs> Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, I said to my therapist just yesterday, I just feel like I don't have the, the, the attention span right now to focus on some of these longer term issues. And she's mm. like, you found a way to say that every session for the past five years. <laughs> If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Everybody needs therapy. You need therapy. I need therapy. Tommy needs therapy. Mm -hmm. We all need therapy. Mm -hmm. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love it. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. I saw a TikTok in which an obviously gay man said his favorite thing to do at a party was to go up to a stranger and say, look, I know what everyone's saying, but I, for one, don't have a problem with you being here. <laughs> Please welcome to the Love It or Leave It couch two people I, for one, don't have a problem being here, the hilarious Zach Zucker and the incredible Eugene Cordero. Come on out. Come on out, fellas. Right here. Hi, 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 hi. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming. I hate to even ask this, but have either of you ever done anything unscrupulous? What was it? Have you ever done anything unscrupulous? Have you ever done anything wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> Me neither. Next. Never. Next question. Next. Next. Are you familiar with what's going on with New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez? Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Do you believe him when he says that he had nearly half a million dollars in cash and gold bars in his house because his family is Cuban and so he needed to be ready for anything emotionally? I mean, are you Cuban? No, I'm not. Well, yeah. then you don't know. 
It's true. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know, man. You don't know when you need a gold bar. <laughs> You're right. Do you? You're right. Yeah. No, I'm living. I'm listening. I'm learning. There's, I'm that, receiving it. Yeah. I'm receiving it. it. Listen to it and leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm receiving it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Porque esa es la cosa. ¿Que hablas español o no? Porque hablo perfectamente español. ¿Hay, hay alguien aquí que habla español? Y esa es la... Okay, per, dos personas. Perfecto. Pensaba que estaba en eso. Okay, here's the thing. So until you know, you don't know. Yeah. And no, I'm not saying I, I've lived a Cuban experience either. <laughs> Zach's not Cuban. I'm not Cuban. You speak Spanish. I speak Spanish. I was in a dual language program. Yeah, I That's look it. like I should speak Spanish. <laughs> I look like I should speak Spanish, and I don't. And he doesn't, but you do, and you look like you shouldn't. No. <laughs> I look like I learned it a bad way. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he learned the bad man's he learned it. Yeah. He learned it the bad way. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's time for a game inspired by Senator Menendez that we're calling an innocent explanation. Here's how it works. I'm going to give you an actual political scandal, and you need to give us, each of you, an innocent explanation for what happened. We will alternate. You will each get a chance. The person whose explanation is the most plausible and heartfelt will get the point. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> and might I say, the crowd looks beautiful tonight. Yeah, yeah. Each and every single one of you, Cuban or not, I love yeah. you guys. He's working the reps. Te amo con todo mi corazón. Oh, oh my. <laughs> He's just trying to get those two. Yeah. The rest of you that speak in English, favor. you're with me. Donc, je peux parler en autre possible. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's happening? All I'm saying is just God. don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. <laughs> he learned French, French from a bad man, too. Yeah. But he was like more of a bad man. <laughs> That was cool. That sounded like he was a French person speaking English for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's another language in a sense. Yeah. In a sense and in uh, innocence and in an explanation. Let's get into it. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> what an the old brain clocked out for the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here it is. I'm going to need an innocent explanation for why you have $480,000 in cash and gold bars hidden inside your home. Zach, you're going to go first. You have 30 seconds. Why do you have it in your home? What's the innocent, plausible, sweet explanation? Okay. <laughs> Riddle me this, jokester. You go to the bank. You, for, you have a pin. You don't know how many people know this pin. You don't know who has access to your money. You don't even know if, it's, if it exists there. From what I understand of the environment, well, I meant to say economy, is nothing. <laughs> it's kind of like the environment of our world. Let's drop in. Let's think about it. <laughs> But if it's in your house, well, you don't have to remember a pin. You just got to remember where you put it. And pretty good start, it's in your house. <laughs> and if you want, you can make it so that only you and your other, the ones, the lived ones living in there, uh -huh. lived yeah. in ones. No, who, talk about the lived ones. Yeah, the lived ones. <laughs> it could be about the lived ones who are there, yeah. <clears throat> not the ones who are asleep. <laughs> Wake up, leave it or love where I don't even know where to look. <laughs> Looking down the barrel of the camera. Get ready! <laughs> but basically, what I'm saying is, no, I don't think he did it. <laughs> That's not the question. Eugene, Eugene, why do you have... Yep, cheer yourself, it's good. What? Zach, what? Zach, Zach, oh my God. It's crazy what's happening to people shouting Zach. Eugene, you have $500,000 in yeah. cash and gold bars, why? Why not? Well, you want to have people come over to your house, right? Mm -hmm. You want them to have a little fun experience? 
right? It's yeah. like a, it's like a um, escape room in your home. It's like having an Indiana Jones party all the time, where they're like, "Hey, is there something behind this fake wall?" It's like, "Yeah, gold bars, asshole." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you have them there. Oh, what's behind that that um, that weird painting? Oh, just a stack full of money. That and you is have cool. it all in your house, and you and you can play with it whenever you feel like it. You can Scrooge McDuck your life. You can, you can have a vault that you can swim in. That's why you have it in your house. You, it's nice to know how much money you have. Yeah, it is nice If you to have know. that much money. If you have $500,000, it's nice to know you have it. And you can look at it, and you can touch it in gold bars. I, I just want to talk about the bars. Yeah. Who gets to have those? I want those in my house. Get to like bop people on the side of the head with them. No, no, I don't want, no violence with the bars. <laughs> hey, and we're not. And look, <laughs> yeah, that's so important. Oh, you know what I'd want to set up? Have you seen? It's like a, um, it's a game that they play where it's like a plastic box that has a hole in it, and you're trying to pull the gold bar out of it. They have it in. Like, Sounds like some sort of anti-Semitic cartoon. <laughs> but, you know what? Wow, it are is. you thinking of? Yeah, 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 I, think yeah. I think you're not thinking of a game. I think you're thinking of an anti-Semitic cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about those all the time. <laughs> wow. Sorry, as a bisexual Jew, I am feeling attacked today, <laughs> and because I'm the only guy who speaks Spanish. <laughs> okay, I thought that would get a way better reaction than that. I'm well. gonna give the point on the first round. It's close. Okay. It's really close, but it is going to Eugene uh, because. He brought up Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> and that was actually our secret word of the day. <laughs> what do you get, a gold bar? You get one, one gold bar, <laughs> but we put them in a basket on Halloween, and it's, it's, it's sort of honor system. Oh, so, okay. So, so you just take one as you leave, but take one. one. But sometimes, you, some, you know, there's, you look and it's there, you look and it's there, you come back an hour later, it's all gone because one fucking kid took all the gold God. bars. Why are you looking all at me like gold. I did it? It would be you. This is an anti-Semitic thing? No. no. It is. It's, yes. a, it's a Spanish-speaking okay, thing. Okay, sorry. And I'm sorry. <laughs> one thing I love about Scrooge McDuck, thank you for asking, <laughs> is that really only he was good at swimming in the gold. Other people would jump in and try to swim in the gold, and they would just land flat. Because in the in the kind of psychic universe of DuckTales, he deserves the money. <laughs> and he's good with it and gets it, and it loves him back. Other people try to dive in the gold, and they can't. Because they don't know how to swim in gold, because they're not meant to be rich. Scrooge McDuck is fucking meant to. To be rich. God, you're so right. Something to think about. Can I tell you when I was a kid, I tried to get a bunch of pennies in my mouth and lay my back and tried to spit them oh, out like it was. Did like it work? It would be water like he it, would back, backstroke you, in it. Yeah, that's, that's how comfortable he was. He could literally gargle and spit the gold. Yeah, he spit money out and it looked like water. How'd it go for you? No, not good. It, it like trickled out and then it tasted weird. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And and uh, sorry to dwell on this because it is very relevant. <laughs> Glomgold, the other, the the bad rich person. Yes. Why was he worse? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no reason. <laughs> There's just no reason. He He's didn't just have worse. Yeah. yeah. He just didn't, he, he didn't like his nephews. Yeah. yeah. Glo fucking Glomgold. Hay alguien aquí que entiende lo que están diciendo porque no entiendo nada. But it's great to be here. <laughs> Follow-up. I'm going to need an innocent explanation for why you Googled how much is a kilo of gold worth the day after you got back from a trip in the car of the person 
accused of being part of the bribery scam. Eugene, you're going to start. You're in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. You're Googling how much is a kilo of gold worth? Why? Because that's the question you'll always have in your head, and, and there's never going to be a wrong time to get the answer. There's never a time that you shouldn't learn information, even if it's late, right? So if, let's say, my wife cheated on me. She already did it, let's say. I'm so sorry. No, 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 it's not a real... This is a hypothetical, I hope. Um, (laughs) But if she did the day after, I would probably still Google the guy, even though it doesn't matter anymore, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think because we're not all we're not it. all kind of more kind of sitting in this example. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got it. It's a hard one. Um, yeah, I'm like, who let's is say this guy? let's say it's a plastic box and you can reach your hand <laughs> in it. Yeah, let's say there's like a puppeteer and like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I think it's like, you know, there's questions that you just that pop into your head at the wrong time. And you know what? You need to hear those answers. If it's the day after you have gold bar they find out there's gold bars in your house, you still wanna know how much it's worth. You can, you'll want to know what a gold bar is worth if you got it legally. Yeah. Because a gold bar is a gold bar. You I'm know? not going to lie to you. Before I drive away safely, I am going to Google it in my car. Yeah. <laughs> because I am curious of how much a gold bar is worth. Hmm. Do you, what would your guess be? Um, one McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. It is, yeah. and if you're measuring it in McDucks, it's a, it's it's a, a single, single McDuck. McDuck. It's a McDuck now currently with the exchange rate. Yeah. But they get you. They get you. Don't don't exchange your McDuck at the airport. No. <laughs> don't don't do it at the airport. They get, you every they, get time. To, they get you every time. Yeah. Don't wait in that line. That's where they get you. Especially when not arriving is one thing, but the one when you're leaving, no. No, no, no. Because no. they know. They know. They know they gotcha. It's like uh, at Vegas, they don't show any of the clocks and they pump funny gas into the airport so that you just, you never know where your flights are going or what yeah, time no, it is. Las Vegas so, poisons the pilots. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <Famous>. <laughs> Questions to you. Yes, sure. Ask You're away. in the back of a car being driven by a driver for someone who has potentially bribed you. Allegedly, I had my defamation training today. Mm. Why are you Googling it? Sorry, what? More important, defamation training for what? Oh, just to make sure we're all keeping it keeping it tight. Is that, is that why you're you have your note cards in front of your mouth right now? So, so that we can change things in post. He's whispering to me saying, "Do more Spanish stuff." He's, he, he's trying to push me to go. He's trying to push me to go for it, and I'll take the bait every time. But <laughs> hello, <laughs> I see you guys. You know that, right? You know that we can fucking see yeah, you. It, it's terrifying, you know. I want to be hilarious, but I don't know 90% of what's been said so far. And so the whole time I've been sitting here going, do I tell them? Do I go, yeah, Scrooge. <laughs> I, I could have gotten past that and you guys would have never known. But you know what? I'm an honest guy. Aww. And I just want to say, um, <laughs> God, that's when I was hoping something really funny would have come out, yeah. you know? <laughs> but it's nice to launch yourself off sometimes. Knowing that a room full of 900 people are going to catch you. (laughs) Next question. Point to Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got that. that, We know why he earned that that point. He earned that point. I feel so nervous. No, no, no. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Hey, hey. You're doing great. Yeah. The 900 love you. Yeah. Been, oh, hey, there, the, could be, there could be 899 people in a room <laughs> that don't get it, but one person in that 900 people does. Yeah. 
And that's what Lady Gaga said about it. <laughs> All right, next up. We're going to need an instant explanation for why you were allegedly collecting unemployment while making $120,000 a year for an investment firm that turned out to be a Ponzi scheme. Zach, you're going to kick us kick us off. Yeah. Well, first off, I just would like to go on behalf of the Ponzi schemes and say, you know, a lot of people talk about the way that I conduct business as if I run some sort of pyramid scheme. But I like to think of it more of like a premium triangle. Um <laughs> With different levels of different layers and, and, and whatnot, but why would you need unemployment? Well, dude, the government's dumb. you got to get your money where you can. <laughs> Sounds like this guy was running a Ponzi scheme, so he's going to be out of money pretty soon when they find out. So it's you know nice to just make sure he can cover his bases and get his groceries and you know um, whatever else people do with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what people do with money. Of course. You know, they buy gold. They swim in with pennies in their mouths. <laughs> They're Spanish. It's all the same. It's all the stuff. That's it's all the all thing. Being, things people do with money. Be Spanish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Por favor. <laughs> Eugene, over to you. You're doing a Ponzi scheme while making $120,000 and collecting unemployment. Sure. Um, uh, I'm collecting unemployment because you don't know if other people are going to jump on board to your Ponzi scheme. So as people are making their decisions, you're technically not working. So you're unemployed. Yeah. Once they say, okay, I want to be part of your scheme, and you're not going to call it your scheme, you're going to call it your business. But Smart. Once people hey, by the way, fucking, you almost fell in one of the huge pitfalls <laughs> yeah. that fucks up a lot of Ponzi schemes at the job. They yeah. call it a scheme. And, I, yeah. but, and that's a mistake people make. So that was I, smart. I've been involved in a couple and have gotten fired from them because I go, hey, guys, are you part of the scheme or not? <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they're like, what did you say? And I'm like, oh. And then I collect unemployment because nobody took the bait. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like fishing. You're not fishing when you're just out there. You only are fishing once you've caught a fish. <laughs> the rest of the time, you're just on a boat. Wow, that? Yeah. <laughs> you're just hanging out so are you yourself. just on a boat right now, or did you catch fish? Because if you caught a fish, you're fishing. If you're just not, then you're just on a boat today. Wow, that's, um, I have to say, one of the saddest ways of thinking about life itself that I've... <laughs> literally ever heard like i would say that like one of the most important things about life is coming to realize that you really were fishing the whole time or is that wrong turns out only the moments when there was a tug on the on the rod that's it the rest of the time was just nothing yeah <laughs> Tug, we're chugging on Tug rods rod. now. Can I, also, can I give Eugene the points for that one? That was a miraculous anecdote we were just dropped, and I feel like all 900 of you are not appreciating yeah. us. <laughs> well, yeah. they're questioning their own lives right now because yeah, yeah. everybody thought they were fishing this whole time. <laughs> but they weren't. Turns no, no, out no. y'all are just sitting in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Waiting for a little tug. <laughs> for giving us a lot to think about, the point goes to Eugene. Thank you. I'm going to do one more. This, you guys are tied. Yeah, no, nah, it's two one. You guys are tied two to one. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and, and Fuck, gonna, I love math. Yeah, it's one of those two to one ties. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna need an innocent explanation for why you burned so many government documents in your fireplace. Your suits smelled of smoke. Eugene, we're gonna start with you. Um. Well. Uh, you don't want to spend a lot of money on electricity. 
Uh, right. You want to spend your money on things that you want, which is not like you need electricity, but you don't want to spend the money on it, right? You like you need gas to drive your car, but you don't want to spend the money on gas. So if you can burn some documents, burn documents, and keep your house heated, right? Yeah, that's two birds. Now, if a, if a suit smells like smoke, it's like great. Back in the day, didn't all suits smell like smoke? Everybody, Everybody smelled like smoke. Everybody smoked. Everybody just sat in lounges with suits on. You can get in an airplane and smoke and wear a suit. <laughs> yeah. It's, cla- it's classic it. stuff. Yeah. It's classy. It's, it's classic classic. and classy. Classy, <laughs> classic Vegas stuff right there. Not too long ago, adults would put on ex- their nicest, most uncomfortable clothes... <laughs> Get into a plane that crashed 15% of the time. <laughs> Smoke cigarettes the whole way yeah. with a suitcase that had no wheels. <laughs> and now we say to each other, man, remember how cool things used to be? No. <laughs> no. That sucks. They didn't put wheels on the suitcase until I was an adult. <laughs> I, I saw on a TikTok the other day on Amazon, they have new scooter suitcases that turn into scooters so you could scoot through the airport. I'll <gasps> tell you, I, I got one of those from my daughter, <sighs> and we threw it away. Really? Because she fucking took off. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, Jesus. Hey, hey. We had to chase her down the airport. It was brutal. <laughs> it's amazing that the problem is it's not that it doesn't work, it's that it works too good. It works yeah. too. She got Zero. so excited, she was just like waving back at us. We're like, no! <laughs> You're like on Amazon, like, five out of five stars, help me find my daughter. Lasting <laughs> <laughs> Terminal 4. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, over to you. Um, why am I burning government documents? Uh, because I got the CDs and I'm trying to see what they're listening to. So, I'm. that's right. I took it in a different way, guys. And I didn't mean to, but it is a hurricane up here. <laughs> or a hymn-cane. Uh, and so, I... I <laughs> Man, this is the best crowd I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you got 900 strong, buddy. Yeah. It's, I got the Tony Hawk audience out here tonight. <laughs> Oh man, and we're all just spinning. No, but I, 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 I was gonna go with something about burning it, uh, the documents, like burning them. At first, I thought you meant literally burning them onto a CD, and then I was like, oh, you mean like some sabotage, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> destruction, yeah, yeah. some sabotage. You know, a little bit of you know, like hey, we're gonna do some of this stuff, stuff say. <laughs> That's how the people in the government talk. Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wake up, sheep. <laughs> Por favor, despiértate. <laughs> And then they smell like smoke because they're smoking because they're ballers. They're like, yo, they're cool. I got all of this government junk on my CDs right now. Let me light up. And that could be a spliff, a cig, uh, a joint, or a cigar. And I think that's about all you can smoke. <laughs> or a vape. And, uh, you know, you can. And you can. Yeah. And, and you know, as the sun sets on my time on this show right now... Um, <laughs> And the opportunity to come back anytime again. You know, I just want to say it's been lovely to be here. <laughs> I've really felt like the Bob Byrne quest to your Tony Hawks, everyone. And it looks like there's less skaters than Spanish speakers. <laughs> Mierda. <laughs> I could just sit here all night. I'm having a great time. This is so fun. <laughs> I, I'm going to give the point to Zach because smoking is cool. It is cool. <laughs> And people love smoking, smoking cigars, smoking joints, smoking cigarettes. 
and they love it while burning documents onto CDs in a fireplace. It does. Yeah, yeah. It, it, sometimes I'm like, why is everyone, why did I lose everyone there? And then I hear you say that back, and I'm like, well, what do you possibly do with that? You know, like I gave you that answer, I, and I was like, oh, it's weird. Why is he talking about burning hey. CDs? Uh, you won the point, by the way. And I gotta say, it is a remarkable to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I love the community. <laughs> Zach and Eugene, this was <laughs> love the community. And to see Zach, check out stamptowncomedy.com. You can see it on a sweatshirt. Stamptowncomedy.com I, um, to catch their next shows. I apologize. I am wearing my own merch. I have just, uh, I have a, a lot to sell. <laughs> and this is really all I've got so far. So, you know, if you want to chat afterwards, uh, just send us a little Venmo or something. Um, but really make sure to see Eugene and Loki. He really needs the views right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, they're just like these are just two side by side projects. Uh, Disney Plus's Loki and the Stamptown sweatshirts. Just two things that LA is pumping out right now yeah. that we're really excited, excited about. This is actually made in the UK, so it's actually called a jumper. Wow. Bloody brilliant, mate. Eugene has won the game. When we come back, <laughs> nature calls and we're sending her a voicemail. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats, like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies, to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Nike, Walmart, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you can get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Did you know that more than 113,000 children are waiting to be adopted from foster care? Ellie was one of them. When she was placed in foster care at 16 after experiencing significant abuse, she felt unlovable. Thankfully, Ellie was adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. Today, she's planning on college and has a bright future. But more than 20,000 teens age out of care every year. You can help. Visit DaveThomasFoundation.org slash learn more. And we're back. Week after week, I desperately look for a way to talk about all the incredible, beautiful, bizarre animal news stories that swim, crawl, and fly across our desks, including talking, as always, about the horrific doings of man. Finally, this week is the week, so please welcome to the couch the host of America Outdoors with Baratunde Thurston. It's Baratunde himself. Come on out. How you doing? Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Pundit, for having me. Well, say hello. Oh, oh she's a bit you of a pill are today. My favorite. I have to say, she's being a bit Hi. of a pill today. Hi. But she's into it. 
Very cute. I like you too. Can you believe that this came from a wolf? <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe I've it? I've missed you too, John. <laughs> Haven't seen you in a long time. It's nice it's to have you. So you have time. a nature show called America Outdoors with Baratunde Thurston. And apparently I've never been fishing. You've never been fishing because you've just been out in a boat. Because Eugene just destroyed my life. It was really sad. <laughs> right. It, it's going to stick Maybe with me. once or twice. It's going to sit with me, yeah. this idea that you're not fishing unless you're catching something. Yeah, that's a big deal. I don't know anyway, about you it. You were saying about me. Hey, is it fun, is it fun being outside? <laughs> you, what you, you know you can go there, right? I, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, how, it's the only way to get from my car to my house. <laughs> Out, outside is amazing. And yes, it's often fun. How do you know how far you've run if there's not a little thing uh, that tells you? Yes, this is a very important question. You don't have to know. <gasps> what? I heard a mind being blown. I, that was the sound of a mind blown. We, what don't are you... have, we don't have to count everything. We don't have to count everything? Yeah. You're very soothing. <laughs> it's a soothing time. Is it? No, it is not. It's a horrific, it's a terrifying time. What? what? <laughs> and I need to balance it with soothing. <laughs> what happens, what happens uh, in America outdoors when you're there? <laughs> when I'm there, uh, I have a film crew with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very safe. Uh, when I'm there, I find people who are connecting to this part of ourselves that we have turned off in terms of our connection to nature. And that's really fun uh, most of the time. When I'm there, sometimes I have to uh, do things I've never done before, and that's sometimes scary. Like what? Bungee jumping? Eating a fish? <laughs> I held a snake. <gasps> I, didn't, I wasn't looking forward to that. And then what happened on the show? I, I held a snake. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably, I, I don't necessarily need to do that one again. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I find like there's a, lot of, there's a lot more beauty out there when I actually go out there, as opposed to just talking about out there and I need that balance sometimes because I love to talk about out there but it's nice to actually go out there too isn't that true of everything yeah isn't that a metaphor in a sense yeah hey you know sometimes what I think about <laughs> what, you, what I think about watching think things about? about the beautiful and amazing natural world and all that it can do for us sometimes now it is hard to watch any kind of nature documentary mm-hmm. or any exploration of the great outdoors without always having some part of you thinking about climate change. I'm actually seriously yeah, asking this. Yeah. And because it is a difference. Like, you know, when you watch those incredible Planet Earth series, even when climate change isn't the central topic, and they occasionally, I think, I think they try to figure out a balance between just showing people how beautiful nature it is, letting nature speak for itself, while also pointing out that one thing we have to talk about is how these habitats are changing, how the weather is shifting. But even when they're not talking about it directly, when you see a cold place, it can't help but be on your mind. Did you think about that at all while you were making the show? Constantly. Um, nature is us, and we are changing. We've changed nature. And climate change was this kind of uninvited co-star of the series. We, we didn't set out to chronicle every nook and cranny that's different, but everywhere we went was different. I went to Maine and met with people who you know, worked in the lobster trade, and now they work in the kelp trade and the oyster trade. And it's not something that they actively chose that transition. We all collectively moved the lobster more north. They're up in Canada now, and, and the healthcare is great, but that's not why they're there. <laughs> We've overheated their home. And I've also seen people, you know, we can, we can tell the story of climate change about habitat, but when it comes to the people, We've lost something too. 
And so the polar bear thing is like a hasn't always been helpful because it's very easy to disconnect yourself from a polar bear. But when you think about the foods that make you who you are, the activities you might have done with your family that your ancestors have done, when all that changes, then your sense of place and belonging changes too. And so we have had a very big conversation in this country about economic displacement and jobs, technological displacement, and this like even within a generation, you don't necessarily know how to communicate with people in your own family. But climate displacement, even if you haven't been forced to migrate yet, is happening. And it's, you know, we are defined by the places we're from, too. So there's been uh, in two stories that I've come across making the show. One is a deeply resonant and kind of sad story about that change. The other, and it's as important, is what people are doing about it. And we have found people, indigenous folk, white folk, all kind of folk, who are figuring out ways that we can undo some of this harm and work with nature to do regenerative things, to farm fish in ways that are sustainable, uh, to bring back soil and capture carbon. And that's been so, so, so inspiring. And if it was just the doom and gloom and I was breathing in fire smoke everywhere, I couldn't do it. I don't want to sign up for that. But I'm finding people who are doing the thing I don't hear about as often on the news. And I know it's happening because I was there. Like it's verified information. And that keeps me going. I'm like, oh, we have so much possibility, so many solutions from so many people working together to figure this out. Let's go. Let's get this. And yeah. If you don't like Earth, that's fine. Enjoy Mars, you know, but I'm an Earth man myself. Yeah, we're we're huge fans of Earth. Yes, we're Earth. We're rooting for Earth. Earthlings. What are you rooting for, motherfucker? Not Earth. Uh, every morning, I find that uh, a coyote has come into my yard yeah. and taken a giant dump and left. <laughs> yeah. Literally day after day after day after yeah. day. It's treating my home like a toilet. Is that nature? <laughs> <laughs> that That is nature. That's the coyote saying you've been treating my home like a toilet for a little while too. Okay. So I love you. So I now think... you're taking the coyote side. You don't know the coyote. You know me. <laughs> You've heard one fact about it, and it's my it's my fault. Blaming uh, the victim. You don't you don't have to be a victim in this story, John. I'm trying to take my power back because I'm gonna kill that fucking coyote. <laughs> I'm gonna get a I I'm gonna get one of those like I want to get like an Acme brand net, you know, like a big ass fucking net. And I'm going to put like a beautiful turkey, like a cartoon turkey yeah. in the middle of the net. Uh-huh. And I'm going to pull. I'm going to catch it. How does Pundit respond to this coyote poop? The, the, the thing is, this, this dog, dogs are a lot this like. This descendant of wolves. This descendant of wolves. Yes. Um, uh, dogs are like their owners. Uh, does not accept how small they are. <laughs> Believes the world belongs to them. Would start something they couldn't finish. Yeah. <laughs> something that would finish them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with this thing that I'm going to keep alive despite herself. She's like, hey, uh, I think there's a wolf in the backyard. I'm going to go check it out, Dad. <laughs> Finally, our moment has come. It's a form of a quiz we're calling. We bought a zoological segment. Uh, Jesus, what is this? We bought a zoo. That stinks. That it. <laughs> it's time for an animal news quiz. Are you ready? Yes. Based on findings released this summer, the physically largest invasive species on the planet actually surpassed 200 individual animals, which is twice as many as previously thought. What is the species and what drug kingpin did they belong to? Senators? 
They no. They we we, we, we have the number of okay. corrupt invasive senators. That's a hundred. <laughs> uh, but they were Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos. Hippos. He is hippos have been breeding. There's two hundred of them now. And why are they called cocaine hippos? I do they think, do the cocaine. Is that why? Or otherwise, this is like slander, and you just I took think, that class. I think they're. I think they're like called, your defamation. Thing. I think they're called cocaine hippos because they're the hippos cocaine bot. And also, I think you should probably. I think that like if you're going to decide to have hippos in your backyard, yeah. cocaine is a good thing to put in your brain to make you think it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense to me. Otherwise, everything is like his cocaine house and his cocaine car and his cocaine. Family, like, right? Yeah, they're all descendants. These are my of cocaine three. kids. Like, <laughs> they're all descendants. That's a fun show. All are descendants of three <laughs> females and one male is imported in 1991 into Colombia. They thought there were 98. There's now between 181 and 215 hippos. Whoa, man! They're taking over. Too many hippos. That's that's hungry, hungry. Yeah, hippos. and they're hungry, and they like cocaine. We gotta go. Yeah. This week, a tourist had to be escorted away from Yellowstone National Park after challenging a bull elk with a call known as what? A call known as what you talking about? That's correct. <laughs> also known as a, a bugling. Play the bugling. I don't, I mean, I don't speak elk. <laughs> that means you better get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the way that elk is looking right now on the screen is I wouldn't challenge that to anything. I would challenge myself to get out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah. Don't mess with the elk. No, they have built-in weapons on their heads. Yeah, they got knives for heads. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> they it. got head knives. Head knives. They got a bunch of head knives. And they could be cocaine elk. Cocaine elk with head knives. Yeah. Not fun. What endangered animal population just increased for the first time since 2012? A clear sign of success of conservation and anti-poaching efforts. They're Elephants? So close, mm. emotionally. <laughs> African rhinos. African okay. rhinos. The number of black rhinos rose by 4.2% to 6,487, while white rhino populations rose by 5.6% to a population of 16,803, which is why it is now officially okay again to use the horns for sex. <laughs> The moment we've all been waiting for. It's not. It's never okay. <laughs> they don't work. <laughs> Researchers are apparently now attempting to speak to sperm whales using what? According to the New Yorker that I read this month. Artificial intelligence. That is correct. Yeah. Scientists at the Radcliffe Institute for Advanced Study in Cambridge, Massachusetts, fed sperm whale clicks called CODAs into ChatGPT and is now attempting to decipher the CODAs patterns using machine learning, inspiring a project called the Cetacean Translation Initiative, or SETI. That's cool. a different SETI. That's cool. It's a different SETI. There's two SETIs. There's, there's the one, one that's up yeah. and there's the one that's down. The direction's different. Yeah. It's SETI in each direction. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. We should listen. We should. I would like to know what the whales are saying. What do you think they're talking about? Fish, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you think they want to go surfing? I'm cold. Yeah. <laughs> what are the whales talking about? They're talking about what we talk about. Fucking and sucking. The Malibu triathlon. <laughs> and television. Thank you for being here. 
Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for having me be part I, of I'm this. I'm making a weird. It's a weird episode tonight, just so you know. I'm in a weird headspace. I'm down for the weirdness. We're the, in a weird time, John. We're in a weird, and it's we're okay. in a weird time. It's okay to reflect the times we're in sometimes. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes you absorb, and sometimes, sometimes you, you reflect. reflect. Yes. The Malibu Triathlon scrambled to alter their course earlier this month out of concern that participants would inadvertently squish what protected species? Jellyfish. So close. It was a fish called the Tidewater goby. How? Who? Come on, man. You didn't know tide. <laughs> what the? What kind of curve are you on with this quiz? That is so tide, hard. That's made up stuff. Yeah, it's a made up. I need proof that that's an animal. Can we bring in? <laughs> will we bring in the Tidewater goby? goby if Tidewater goby. Yeah, I love nature, but only when it's real. <laughs> Final question. Uh-huh. Researchers, including psychiatrists from Nottingham Trent University, are studying meerkats in captivity to see if they are capable of picking up on what from humans? Bad vibes. That is correct. <gasps> oh! That is correct. They're trying to see if they can pick up on human emotions like happiness, sadness, or anger. The research is hoping to find out if animals can perceive our, uh, the emotions of zoo visitors and if the meerkats adapt their emotions around those emotions. They're trying to see if the meerkats are kind of Reading the room, as it were. Yeah, isn't that wild? Absorbing or reflecting or whatever—that's kind of cool. Where where can people find you outdoors? But on their screens. <laughs> <laughs> on Syracuse Avenue, right after the show. <laughs> um, you can find me at baratunde.com. You can find my podcast through the podcast feeds. How to Citizen. We make citizen a verb. And the TV show America Outdoors is in the PBS app. It's on the PBS website. It's on Amazon and, and Apple uh, and other places. Fine content. Fantastic. Burn Tune Day, everybody. We come Thank back. You. Thank you. The Rail Wheel. Stick around. Stay right here. And we're back. Waffle Houses, stand back and stand by. Just one more week until Love It or Leave It Head South. No, to, you didn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to Atlanta, Asheville, and Chattanooga. We'll be joined by amazing guests in Atlanta like housewife Candy Burris, Miss Pat, and T.S. Madison, and many, many more. We have some awesome shows lined up. I'll be doing a Q&A before the shows, so if you want to come a little bit early and get some of your burning questions answered, check out those tickets, uh, which include some, uh, some uh, exclusive merch and you know some cool stuff. So if the question is about something medical, I cannot answer it. <laughs> I learned my lesson. <laughs> tickets to Asheville are sold out. You snooze, you lose. Thank you for applauding the success of this show. But we've got a few left in Atlanta and Chattanooga. Head to crooked.com slash events to get yours today. Yeah. <laughs> Please welcome Eugene, Zach, and Russell back to the stage to join us. Come on, fellas. It's boys' night. Sit wherever you'd like. You can't go wrong. Now it's time for the rant wheel. Here's how it works. We spin the wheel wherever it lands. We rant about the topic. This week on the wheel, Biden's dog bites Secret Service, and it's good. <laughs> Love its rant, because I couldn't think of one. When you edit a message, but it tells everyone it's edited, Kyle XY deserves a revival. <laughs> Curved croissants, a full family TikTok page or YouTube channel, stadiums and venues having only corporate names, and streetlights don't get enough respect. Let's spin the wheel. Ha, 
<laughs> I'd like to talk about tonight Taylor Swift and this gentleman, Travis Kelsey, who's a tight end. Hey. There yeah, he is. Tight, he, Famously, I mean, she's, he he is he is has a tight he is a tight end. Yeah, well, and well, you, you see him in you've seen him in his uniform, and we've seen him in his sure, uniform. He does. And one Do you know thing how we learned the place? They, no, they put a vibrating thing up his anus. <laughs> <laughs> and more and more people are talking about it. Look, I don't need to know about football games. I don't need to be made aware of them. I don't need to know when they are or why they are. It is always a fun tradition that whenever the Super Bowl happens, my, my friends with whom I make a show about politics turn to me and say, love it, what teams are in the Super Bowl? Ha, 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 I don't know. I'm just going to wait to see Rihanna. I know it's Usher this year. It was Rihanna last year. It could be Rihanna again this year. They could be duping us. We could be getting duped. <laughs> But now I know that that, ta- ta- that that Taylor Swift is going to the Jets this weekend, whatever they are. And I'm sad on behalf of all the people that think Taylor Swift is secretly bisexual and sending them messages through the airwaves. Those people need this. They need the idea of Taylor Swift having a secret longing for the sexual comforts of women. If they don't have that, they don't have anything. If Taylor Swift has not been sending them secret messages for years through her songs that are just for them, what have they been doing with their time? Nothing. They haven't been fishing. <laughs> no. They're just on a boat, bud. They're just on a fucking boat. <laughs> Jeez. And I saw Taylor Swift eat a chicken finger and do some kind of a chest bump over a touchdown. She doesn't need to be gay, but she doesn't need to be that straight. <laughs> That's not right, Taylor. That's not right. You can't put, you can't sing a song called Lavender Haze and then two weeks later be talking about things like first and 10 and third and five. It's not right. Travis, what's his name? <laughs> Kelsey. He, and you know that he has this a punk? Should be, this should be the halftime entertainment. And just, he, yo, just get rid good. of Rihanna and just have you go on. It's not right. None First of this of is right. Travis Kelsey, he apparently has a podcast. Taylor Swift, you can do so much better. It doesn't have to be a woman, but it doesn't have to be a guy with a podcast either. Jesus Christ, let people have their idea. Thank you. Spin it again. Carly Claus to a guy with a podcast who also plays sports. It has landed on stadium and venues having only corporate names. I believe that was Eugene's suggestion. Yeah. I just, um, now that my wife went to go see Beyonce and Taylor Swift was down there going to the SoFi Stadium, like just that. It does, it's not romantic anymore. Going to Dodger Stadium is still fun for me and my kids, and I'm just scared for the moment that it becomes Ozempic, you know, yeah. the Ozempic Field. And then I've got to be like, hey, kids, let's go to Ozempic Field and watch the fucking Dodgers. And that'll be tricky because the field will keep shrinking. Yeah. Shrinking. yeah. yeah. It's just all going to have huge heads and then weird bodies. Yeah. Just, yeah, too, too yeah, skinny. Yeah. The, the stadium got too skinny. Yeah. Too quickly. <laughs> There's only six seats in there now. And the stadium's like, 
it's it's actually just diet, exercise, and discipline stadium. Yeah. Thank you very much. Honestly, honestly, all that is happening with intermittent this, fasting stadium. Yeah, it's just gotten me to the point where I realize I'm full earlier. That's all. That's all that Ozempic is doing for me. I just like, oh, I'm full earlier. Well, that's what's gonna happen to these fucking stadiums. And then my daughter's gonna be like, why is it named this? And I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Let's go down to, you know, um, uh, the the next uh, stadium. Yeah. Squirt.org arena. <laughs> okay, now don't Thank knock you. a name until you've heard it. Yeah. I would love to see a show, a concert, or anything at squirt.org arena. <laughs> well, you might. This, well. Week, this is a replay brought to you by squirt.org. Let's check out this week's squirt. <laughs> Just the poor lady on the organ. <laughs> Let's see who's kissing on the squirt cam. <laughs> the squirt cam. Look, and they'll have a squirt halftime show with a little fucking game. That's yeah. what I want. No. All right, I'd go there. Yeah. That's cool. So that's no, okay, that one, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But not Ozempic Stadium. Or <laughs> like whatever's taking over a Radio City Music Hall or whatever. <laughs> it's like, nosquirt.org. <laughs> no Squirt Hall? Yeah. Squirt Hall. Oh, I want to go see the Rockettes at No Squirts. <laughs> Let's check out that squirt in slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> I think this crowd's never been to a concert or a show before. Do you guys understand what a stadium is? <laughs> I'm totally They're kidding. in one right now. Yeah. yeah. And look, I've got large, extra large, double X, whatever size you need. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so, whatever size you need, he's got it because he has a lot of sweatshirts to fucking move. They're from England. Rush you order, understand? They're you nice. Rush order tea you guys understand that we're in Stamptown Studios right now, yeah. right? <laughs> Soon to be Stamptown Studios. I didn't choose the name. <laughs> Let's spin it again. It's landed on curved croissants. Yeah, that's for me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, a good stadium name, by the way. Yeah. But in the, in the UK, uh, in our largest supermarket, we no longer sell curved croissants because enough people wrote to Tesco complaining that they struggled putting jam on curved croissants. Oh, so no, no. As a nation, no. the British were defeated by bendy bread. And oh! I just found that my... I was trying to, like, figure out the letter that you had to write. Just, dear Tesco, I'm not being funny, but I was going like that, and suddenly there was jam on the table. And so, it, it was... You know when you just... You hear something so thick, you feel like you're going to explode. I just saw an image of just this lady just... It's happening, Tony, it's happening. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so now you can't get a curved croissant. You can only get a straight croissant in Tesco because enough people club together for, for a, an organization to have to change it. What about Sainsbury's? Do they still have the curved croissant? I don't know, mate. Oh, we yeah. get it. You've been to England. Deep cut. Oh, I wanted to hop in so bad on some yeah. croissant play. <laughs> Do oh. they take the the crust off the breads for everyone too? Like, what's the it's, where's the isn't limit it mind on blown. this? Yeah, but it's it is exactly that. It's just a load of people. Why eat together. a croissant? Like, just don't eat it. Yeah, like, that's what this. I didn't write the letter. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, why did you write it? Yeah. Calm down. Dude. But I, I agree. But it's that thing. Is, you know, when you see something so stultifyingly stupid, it's like walking around LA, man. You've got like signs on your bins that say "Be a Hero." Put yeah. stuff like how low is the bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's low. And then Mariah. Yeah, Carrie's gonna go, and then a hero comes. 
it's just putting like even though I've seen that this week just going do we really need that and in probably in Sweden it's got so bad people won't put rubbish in the bin they've actually got bins that make sound effects as if the bin the bin is being sexually gratified like, I'm not making this up you put it in and it goes oh thank you <laughs> like that. that's how bad we are as a species oh the man bins. I can't wait till we get yeah. those yeah. But, yeah. just squirt that orgarina yeah we become actually I'd feel like a hero you're talking that. about trying to save the environment we've literally had to write please go on put it in the bin <laughs> what have we become man yeah I'm, heroes I'm, I have a question hit me why are croissants curved? Does it affect how they taste? <laughs> it seems like it'd be fine. Why can't they be straight? It's probably easier to make a sandwich. Oh, somebody wrote a letter. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm just saying, like... It feels like somebody came over the pond and tried to change the way we live. <laughs> yeah. I just don't... You infiltrated us. Why well, can't croissants you, yeah, be straight? Exactly. I want them like to be straight. bread. The, have a heterosexual Russian, packaging. <laughs> the Russians hacked the election over here, and then you come here, and you broke the way we did breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Piece of shit. <laughs> we were happy, man. Curvy. Swaggered in with your shit. logic. <laughs> I'm just saying, the it. I love a croissant, croissant, if you will. But I, and we will. I will. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't really need to be in that shape. No, no, you're right. But but we should. But like. So uh, then. But you can't so, just chop it. What? Okay. Well, mm. <laughs> it seems like it seems oh, no, like you're mad, but you don't know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the exact right read. <laughs> it feels wrong to slander a croissant like that. Because you wouldn't, a meatball, I don't know if you guys know this, that same meat can be turned into a burger or whatever other meat dishes you make. Oh, well so you could, thank you. You know what I'm realizing? It means crescent. We knew he'd find us. Yeah. There was, wait a minute. There was such a, wait a minute. You do speak French. Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're bilingual. <laughs> there was such a tired yes from the audience. <laughs> yeah. there was, there's there's a yeah. wise old Gandalf figure in the corner. Where, uh, <laughs> look, I used to work in politics. So now I come on a show and I'm like, why can't triangles be squares? Let's spin it again. <laughs> Streetlights don't get enough respect. Zach? Yeah, well, hey, you know, um, feel free to hop in on this one, boys. But <laughs> <laughs> So I, I had this um, realization I, earlier this year. I was in Austin, Texas, and uh, which also I, I thought everyone would, there would be a bit more, you know, like I'm a bisexual man. Uh, and, I, uh, <laughs> you just, and you never know. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and a Jew. Uh, so, uh, you gotta be ready. Uh, and, and so, um, when I was there and I, I painted my nails, God forbid, I thought everyone was going to be like queers, but everyone kind of was just like hm, queers, you know, they were, <laughs> they were nicer than I thought. Um, so it, I was just walking the street more cause I was more comfortable. And I started realizing these street lights are, they're the real backbone of America because rain, shine, snow, power or not, the street light is out there and they are illuminating the world. 
for all of us to live a better life. Again, I feel like I have lost everyone. No. <laughs> you sound like the most upbeat sat-nav sat system in the world. I like, because normally they just give directions, but you're like, are you looking at the majesty of this world? Yeah. And if you look at this road, this is 500 <laughs> yards down the road, pure, beautiful concrete, gravel, lines, paint. But you, we've reached our destination. But have we? Mm. <laughs> have we, though? <laughs> I was also not kidding. Hop in, guys. This is really all I've got. So, the street, so the street lights are the Postal service. In a way, yeah. if the postal service had to stay where they were and couldn't complain all the time, <laughs> you will never get your mail again. No, I'm just I, well done. I am trying to get clips right now. You know, I found out this show goes online. I am trying to share. <laughs> Trump's awesome. No, <laughs> I don't even. No, I'm gonna stop. But I uh, basically the street light as well. They come in all different shapes and sizes. That's, That's true. You know, Very sometimes diverse. they're like the exactly, yeah. dude. The street the street lights are the Pillars of diversity Wait, in America. Hey, for street lights. Can you show legal. me which street light you were trying to be so, that time? I was. That was the condor. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> condor street light. May I stand? Please. Okay. <laughs> I love that he has permission. You know, I'm in someone else's home. Uh, sorry, they can't hear me. I I'm thought someone this was else's downtown arena. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Squirt.org won't give it to us, but this will be like. It was like those ones. <laughs> Where the, yeah. Okay, so I'm like, because it's kind of like straight on. It's it's honestly a remarkable piece of work because it's like you're looking at it straight, but also it's going to both sides, and you can see it in a way where it's not always perpendicular. I um, I feel like I'm maybe con that, confusing what a street light is. No, I there's sometimes we need to be reminded that the world is so much more than we take it at face value to be. You've given us a gift here tonight. Like where, where we see just like an attraction for bugs. You see hope. You see creativity. You see DEI and CRT and other things that have been banned in Florida. I'm, see, I'm seeing things I never even knew existed. Exactly. Well, you just took us on like a transcendental journey. Yeah. Here's where you lost me. Uh, <laughs> You said something earlier, and I really haven't been able to get past it, which is you said, oh or shine. And actually, or shine is the most important time that they're, they do nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you know what? In a way, streetlights, I guess, they're just fishing their whole lives. But they're on the boat because they're on the road. Well, I guess they're in the boat <laughs> no. on the road. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> They're just on a boat, and then night comes, and then they're fishing. And then that's, they, that's literally it's, it. Or it's more that night comes, and we are at the water park, and these guys are giving it everything. Squirting, squirting, dashing, sudsing, moving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sudsing? They're sudsing. They're sudsing. Also, you don't know where they get their power from. <laughs> what? <laughs> we literally do. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. And, when, and one day we'll get to the answer to that. We'll find out. We, no one knows right now, and it's famously an important and unsolved question in science. Where do streetlights get their power from? Because we don't know, we, did, we dare not speculate. Let's spin it tell, again. Tell me if you've seen an outlet on the side of the 405. That's all I'm saying. Media investigation. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, on the oh way Oh, my God. Biden's dogs biting Secret Service is good. Baratunde? Yeah, I've been digging into this story for a while now. Um, and these dogs are getting a bad rap, Commander in particular. They're mm -hmm. saying he's untrained. They're saying he's loose. They're saying uh, he doesn't have proper etiquette for the White House. He's not kind of being presidential. First of all, he's a dog. He's not supposed to be presidential. <laughs> this dog is sniffing out potential turncoats. Wow. Um, witnesses and people who might have been involved in things that we can't see. Just, just the way Zach here sees things in street lamps that none of us see. 
those dogs are seeing things in <laughs> secret service agents that many of us can't see. Most likely, and a question I haven't heard anybody ask, maybe it's possible secret service agents are just delicious. Okay. Boy dinner. Boy dinner. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, Hunter left his cocaine. I don't know, some cocaine. We don't know whose it is. <laughs> like that? Like that. Wow. Like that. Yeah, they just could be real tasty treats. And I haven't heard anybody float that. And there's no reason that I shouldn't have heard it. I thought you meant literally that the people were tasty treats. And I was like, are we, no one's yeah. going no to talk about him talking about cannibalism? Just <laughs> it's not cannibalism if the dog yeah. Yeah. is, it's only a cannibalism if the dog's eating other dogs. Yeah. Or if the people are eating secret service. Like, right. If Biden and that, biting and also secret people service have problems agents. with people eating dogs, which is weird. Yeah, well, yeah but if the, the dog <laughs> is just biting delicious people, um, but we hey, don't know that the people are delicious. But that's, we're almost out of time. We have to ask quick the dog. <laughs> using I just, the AI, I just heard, I then just, we could talk to the dog. No one. We should use that AI for the whales mm-hmm. to talk to Commander about what's going mm-hmm. on. Thank and you. And this show is about the news. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna have to leave it there. When we come back, we're going to end on a high note. And we're back. Because we all need it this week. Here it is, the high note. Hey, John. Uh, This is James calling from New York. Uh, My high note of the week uh, is, well, it was a couple weeks ago. Me and my partner went to go see uh, two of my most favorite comedians in the entire world, Jackie Cation and Maria Bamford in New York City. And during Maria Bamford's set, uh, we sat literally in the front row, like against the stage. Uh, during Maria Bamford's set, she turns to me and she says, hey, could you be a part of this Netflix bit for me? And I was like, sure. And she hands me $100 cash. And then she just let me keep it. It was part of the of the joke she was doing. So not only did I get to see two of my favorite comedians of all time live up front, but one of them paid me $100, so I left, like, spellbound and just floating on cloud nine. It was such an amazing experience. Uh, if you've never been paid by your favorite comedian before, then you're doing it wrong. Hi, love it. This is Michael from Sacramento, California. My high note this week is that after two years of her battle against late-stage ovarian cancer, My mother is in good health right now. In fact, throughout this journey, she recommitted herself to advocacy for ovarian cancer survivors. And this week, she is on Capitol Hill with people from all 50 states, D.C., Puerto Rico, and Guam to remind our legislators that now is the time to fund and support ending cancer in the United States. I couldn't be prouder. Thank you so much for your show and for all the laughter and current events that you bring to our conversations every day. Thank you so much. Love the show. Bye. Hello, love it. This is Anna calling from Denmark. And my highlight of the week is that while I was cleaning my house, I heard you talking about the wonderful Danish artwork, Take the Money and Run. And without sounding like too much of an ass. I just wanted to let you know the proper pronunciation of the name of the artist. His name is Jens Honing. So the last name is 
honing. Um, and I really love your podcast, and I listen to it every Saturday. Thanks. Hi, this is Ms. S, and I'm a former teacher at a men's prison. I just wanted to give a shout-out to any of my former students or assistants slash orderlies that may hear this on their tablets. I know that one of them especially will because he introduced me to it and pretty much insisted that I listen to you. And I wanted to tell everyone that I have faith in each and every one of them and that I expect all of them to change their world for the better and that there is someone out there thinking of them every day. You have all inspired me to never give up on my goals, my hopes, and my dreams. Peace and love. Hey, love it. This is Lauren in Madison. I moved here late February 2019 for a job, not knowing anyone, and my first weekend here, you had a show that I went to by myself. My high note is four years later, I got to take my new husband to his first show of yours this last weekend. I wanted to give my high note in person, but I was a lamo in the balcony and I guess Brian doesn't do stairs. Thanks for all you do and thanks for coming to Madison. Thank you to everybody who called in with a high note tonight. If you want to leave us a message about something that gave you hope, call us at 323-538-2377. That is our show. Thank you so much to Eugene Cordell, Russell Howard, Baratunde Thurston, and Zach Zucker. What a fun show. There are 401 days until the 2024 elections. Thanks for coming out tonight and have a great weekend. Media production. Kendra James is our executive producer. Brian Semmel is our producer, and Malcolm Whitfield is our associate producer. Hallie Kiefer is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Kaufman, Pulavi Gunalan, Peter Miller, and Alan Pierre are our writers. Lee Eisenberg produces the show. It's mixed and edited by Evan Sutton. Kyle Seglin and Charlotte Landis provide audio support. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designers Jesse McLean and Bernardo Cerna for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers Zuri Irvin, David Tolls, Mia Kelman, and Matt DeGroot for filming and editing video each week so you can. You can find those glorious videos at youtube.com slash at love it or leave it podcast. Do us a favor and subscribe to love it or leave it on YouTube. And don't forget to follow us at Crooked Media on Instagram and Twitter. And if you're as opinionated as we are, consider dropping us a review. It's love it or leave it.